Welcome to Lead a Life Uncommon podcast. I'm Mary Bicknell, former clinical social worker, lifelong entrepreneur, and your push you out of that nest business and success coach. You're here because you want more time back in your life. And how is the time to go from therapist to coach or just pivot your practice? If you're ready to shed that old model, work with clients the way you want to and get paid for all of your years of education and knowledge, we're going to be talking about marketing, selling, and leveraging an offer that clients want right now. We're going to bust through all that limiting thoughts that you have, all those beliefs. We're going to up-level your money mindset, manifest your dreams, and get you out of that suffocating comfort zone. Look, you didn't become a professional helper to live a common and average life. Hell no. You want more and you deserve it unapologetically. Pivoting isn't as hard as you think. Ready? Let's go. So what are we talking about today? Big topic, huge, huge topic. So get your notebook ready. This is specifically for you if you have been or you currently are in private practice. Excuse me. This is for you if you've been in private practice, if you are in private practice and you're thinking, oh my God, how am I going to make my coaching business work in private practice? Or how do I transition? How do I go from like charging people via insurance now to, oh my God, I'm charging you thousands of dollars for a package. That's exactly what I'm going to be talking about today. We're going to go through the pathway. I'm going to keep it so simple today and then we can go a little bit deeper. Okay, so it starts like this. You, oh by the way, I'm Mary Bicknell. In case you're new to me, clinical social worker. I was like an inner city uh, social worker and now, oh my God, I have a global coaching business. Why am I telling you this? Because I understand everything that goes on in the mental health and wellness industries as far as our institutionalized thinking about things. And it was a shift for me when I went into coaching and especially in private practice. Although I did every kind of job in social work, I also had a private practice. So I want to share with you that this concept that I want to make it very, very simple for you. Because I bet you some of you are working full time, maybe in your own private practice. Let's just say we're, I'm going to give you these different layers, okay? So that you can really see how simple this can be and that you don't have to stress out about it. So if this is a great topic for you, let me see a little love. And if you're watching the replay, um, if you're watching the replay, give me a, um, a little thumbs up and tell me where you're, you're watching from. Okay. So let's start you out with, you have a private practice and you're taking insurance. A couple things about that. Number one is, I know that you took a while trying to get on all those panels and trying to, um, you know, be excited about like, oh my God, I'm on all these insurance. I can take all these people now. Yay. And then what you probably found out pretty quickly or maybe not so quickly, is that it actually takes quite a bit to handle that administratively also, right? Um, So it's the nuance of dealing with it administratively. Maybe you're doing it yourself. Maybe you've hired somebody to actually assist you in the management of billing, like billing. And so you, one of the things I always want all my clients to look at is being in reality about their numbers. So you might have, let's say, 25 clients a week, and you might be billing out 
$125, $150 an hour. Um, and you might be getting, you know, they have their copay and that kind of thing. I want you to start looking at though, how much is it actually costing you administratively to manage the billing cycle? Actually, what's the true return? I want to encourage you to be a woman who is in charge of your finances. I want you to really be a woman who looks at the math of business. I really want you to be a woman who has her business hat on as the CEO of her own company. And that means you have to be in reality about how much things are really costing you. So back to the insurance piece, right? It might look all pretty, but how many people do you really need to see? And what's the real take home? Hey, I want to pop in real quick and ask you to subscribe, give a five-star review, comment. This will get this podcast in the hands of other professional women ready to bust through their stuff so that they can have a life and a practice and a business that they adore. Thanks. What are you really putting in your pocket? And if you wanted to charge, let's say 150 bucks an hour, are you really making that? Like, are you only getting maybe $101 an hour or something like that? So look at the math. So if let's just say you're really only making $101 an hour, but it takes you 10 minutes per person, or, you know, you have to do follow up or you have to hire out an admin for it. Like how much does this deduct? So maybe you're down to like 80 bucks an hour now ish in most worlds. And even in this world, 80 bucks an hour, anything more than really 60 or 70 bucks an hour, that's good money. Let's, I don't want to say at all that that's not great money. The truth is though, in coaching, and part of the reason I love my coaching business is I can make as much money as I'm willing to charge. Now let me, did you hear what I said? As much money as I'm willing to charge. Not, I don't look at this as I'm char, I make as much money as people are willing to pay. No. Oh, my friend, no, get this so clearly. I make as much money as I'm willing to charge. And as I expand and grow, and as my work with my clients and they expand and grow, my rate goes up and up and up. Thank you for the hearts. Up and up. Why? Because it's, it's so much easier for me to say, oh, it's this X number of dollars for a package because I understand what my value is bringing to the table. I understand the return that you as a client is going to get. In the therapy world and in the insurance world, we are so institutionalized. Like it's this one hour exchange for a hundred bucks or whatever your number is. In coaching and when we teach about package, and this is what I want to teach you is that it's, it's, it's a different mindset on the lifetime return. My clients, when they work with me, whether they're my life coaching clients or my business coaching clients. And remember, I actually have three, well, I have multiple revenue streams, but there's three very concrete things that I do. Life coaching, the regret proof life coach, <laughs> business coaching and consulting for mental health and wellness professionals who want to have a coaching business. I also do corporate like workshops and executive coaching. These are our opportunities back to paying by insurance. The very first step with a lot of you, okay, let's say you're billing currently. So there's a couple ways you can do this. Number one is to help you expand your thinking, get off the insurance panels and start taking cash, cash pay. I've done this with several clients and at first it's a freak out moment. Like, oh my God. 
And then you start realizing, oh, I can up my rate a little bit, even per hour, and I can start making money. This is, again, before we're even looking at coaching. So you could get off panels, start charging per hour cash. That's the first step for some of you. Then, Or an alternative would be from now on, every client that comes in, you this is a coaching client. So that way, eventually your current, pa and I use patients only for point of differentiation, you know, um, or your therapy clients, I'll call them therapy. Your therapy clients, after they phase out, right, now you've been generating this coaching cash income, okay? So again, either get off the panels, start taking cash, start taking cash with the very next person, the very next therapy client, or your very next, like your first coaching client, and just your, allow your current therapy client population to, as they phase out of their insurance pay, now you've built this cash-based business. So that's one of the things, right? That's a couple like nuances there. Like that was two or three little examples for you. So the reality is, is the question becomes, you know, how do I take on coaching clients and have them pay me cash when I have these therapy clients who are insurance? So the question then becomes, what's your niche, right? So if you're, of course, this is not what I'm saying. If your current um, therapy clients and you want your coaching clients and they're the same population, you can't do that. I mean, I know you could do that, but ethically, I feel like that's completely wrong to, you know, all new clients coming in. It's just like, you know, they are being charged a this, a certain amount under the guise of, you know, this, you're, you're really a therapy client. No, that doesn't sound right. That's not right. However, there's nothing wrong, nothing wrong with saying that you are changing your helping model. Okay. You are changing your helping model. And so now new clients coming in are actually coaching clients, even if they are the same population as your current therapy clients. There's nothing wrong with letting people know that you are changing your, your, um, helping model. So for you, you have to decide why do you want to become a coach? What are some of the benefits to you as the business owner? And then what are some of the benefits for your clients? This is what we're going to talk about your next, uh, next week. I'll go into detail on what are some of the benefits for the business, for your opportunities, for your clients, and how is, in my belief, and it's not that therapy doesn't have a place. So please don't email me like people still need therapy. I'm not debating this. However, I am also saying that the law, I'm a believer in this. Not everybody needs therapy, but everyone can use coaching. Let me say that again. Not everyone needs therapy. I believe everyone needs coaching. And when I say everyone, I mean people who want to grow and expand and shift Look, the truth is, like, get this. Olympic athletes, they have a coach. Every sport has a coach. Hot, like, all those executives, all those, like, high CEOs, they have coaches. There are so many people who have coaches. Maybe not forever. I have a coach. 
she like, you know, my clients love their coaching because I support their radical growth. So I believe so strongly that everyone can use coaching. Not everybody needs therapy. And to me, the benefit, one of the benefits, and I'll go into this again another time in detail, one of the key benefits for you having a coaching business, thank you, yes, completely agree, explaining, oh yes, thank you, Kathleen. Um, the response has been very positive. Yeah, it's a different, changing your help, your helping model from therapy to coaching. See, when you love coaching, and you, you will love it if you've experienced it. So those of you who have not ever hired a coach or not been in a coaching program, whether it's mine or someone else's, like you have to experience this as a model. Cause it's freaking rad. Um, what was I saying? Uh, because she got me thinking about, you know, how cool it is to be able to just say, you know, I've changed my model. So your goal for the next week until next week when we talk, where I will go in, actually I'll do a video and I'll post it on my blog and I'll share it with you. I'll post it on my YouTube channel about five key benefits, but let me just plant this seed. I know with all my heart that if you're watching this or you're in the mental health and wellness industry, it's because you care about people. I totally dig that. I believe this, having a coaching business allows you to have a greater impact globally than you may ever have as a therapist being regulated by your state. Regulated mean, of course, you can't practice outside your state line as in your, with your license. As much as I was a helper as a, you know, inner city social worker or having my own private practice or working at Johns Hopkins or doing home health, like all of these things I've done, of course, I loved helping my patients. The difference today is I have a global business. I have clients literally, literally all over the world. And when I help them, and they're all practitioners of some sort, becoming coaches, when I help them, I have a greater ripple effect. And it would be the same with you. And also I have such huge flexibility. And when you're in charge of your own business and your own income, and you're not waiting for insurance or, or at the mercy, if you will, of insurance, you're at the mercy of something else. I don't want to, I don't want to be at the mercy of anything but me and the work that I do. I believe strongly that you have the opportunity of a lifetime with this coaching business. And I want to help you every freaking inch of the way because I totally love it. I love it. I love it. Many of you know, you know, I took off an, a, an entire week. I just uh, spontaneously took the red eye to fly from Oregon to Baltimore recently with my mother. And that the month isn't even half over and I was over $20,000 in business. I'm not saying that that's going to be you right away. I've been doing this for a while. I've been planting a lot of seeds, but the possibility I never would have made $20,000 as a clinical social worker. Never, never. It's not all about the money, but money buys you freedom. And we'll talk about that another day too. So share what you thought about this. If you're in private practice, what's your thoughts about transitioning people into a cash pay, new people coming in. You, the, I've changed my, my helping approach. I do coaching now. This is my rate. 
or at the very least, your current, your, as therapy clients come in, you say, I don't take insurance anymore so that you can get into the, the mindset and the awareness of what it's like to actually run your business this way. And we have plenty more to come. My private practice, um, clients who have transitioned into coaching, their freedom, they love having freedom and they're charging more than they ever would have with their therapy. Right? All right. This is Mary Bicknell. Um, you could go right over to my website. I'll be adding a couple new videos over the, you know, keep posted constantly. I am, you know, a couple times, excuse me, a couple times a week adding some new training videos for you and updating my YouTube channel. And if you want some more support, like put a, put a comment below, no matter where you're watching this. And I promise I will answer your question. Talk to you later. Hey, how was that episode for you? Super great, right? I want to give you something else, ebook that I've created called How to Use Your Clinical Skills in Coaching. And really, it's going to talk about niche examples, coaching versus therapy, exercises, different modalities, so that you can see that, you know what, you're ready right now. It's to help you make more money with those priceless clinical skills and show you it's not so hard to pivot your practice. So the link is marybicknell.com slash money or it's in the show notes. And hey, and if you haven't gone over to my YouTube channel, marybicknell.com slash YouTube, check it out. There's so many other helpful resources for you to build your business, to pivot your practice, and to finally have the time freedom that you're craving. Can't wait to see you over there.